started coming when I was like 10 and I'm now 24, so wild, wild times. Um, so I'm actually going to be running a little panel where we're going to talk about young adults, not maybe two young adults, but two different people of different ages. So um, the first one that I'd like to invite up is Shara. And she just joined Young Adults this year, freshly 18, so that's like the young perspective we've got. Um, and then we also have Ben, who is on, maybe on his way out of Young Adults, I don't know. <laughs> when we say 18 to 30-ish, that's who we mean. Um, and then lastly, I'd also like to invite Brett, who you're like, whew, what's this old guy doing up here? But... He was young once, so he can talk about his experiences as a young person. I mean, he's still clearly acting young with his broken arm, <laughs> playing on the playground, so it should be good, it should be good. So, <laughs> um, we will kick it off with, just keep it lighthearted at the start, I asked them all to come with a funny story from their young adult youth days, so um, we'll kick it off with that. Um, maybe, Ben, I'll put you in the hot seat first. Sorry. All right. Um, Rach sent through the questions and she was asking funny stories about your young adult days. Um, so this story is about me and it's also about somebody else. Um, <laughs> no one knows these people except me. Um, I remember uh, it was 18, 19, I just was in between churches, I was kind of going around, and um, I lost my license for speeding. Um, so I thought, you know what, I should go to church. So I thought, oh, you know what, I'll invite one of my non-Christian mates. We'll go to church and I'll get him to pick me up and drive me home that way, you know, I can get there. And so um, got, um, got in the car with him. He um, informed me on the way to church that he needed to pick up some lollies, let's call them lollies, um, from somebody on the way. Uh, so I was late. I missed the first two songs of worship while um, he had to pick up his lollies and I was waiting in the car for him and then got there. But then I was talking to this, talking to this about it for, to another mate who I was working with and we were talking about what's the worst thing you've done on the way to church and he beat me. This bloke loves his reptiles. He loves them so much that he'll buy um, ones you're not supposed to buy um, from illegal places. And so he, went, he told me he went to church once during worship. He got a phone call from a guy saying, I've got the snake you want. Um, I'm in the car park next door. Come across, I'll give it to you. He's, um, he was a part of a very big church at the time. Um, it's close by here. And um, so he ducked out. He, he told me he got there. What you do is you put your money in the top of the window and out pops a Hessian bag with your reptile of choice. And um, he didn't decide to go home after that. He went back to church tucked it, tucked the snake under his chair for the rest of the service. Um, so yeah, it was, it was funny. I don't know. I just think young adults, man, we do stupid stuff sometimes like, just yeah. to get to church or stay in church. Um, but yeah. The snake, did the snake get out? Oh, mate, that would have made a good service, I reckon. You know? Imagine that. Who owns this? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, at least he was there, right? At yeah. the service still? <laughs> I thought that was a ripper of a story. I was, every time yeah. I see someone's bag under their chair now, I'm like, what have they got there, you know? <laughs> Yeah, let's hope no snakes today. Um, Brett, funny story. I've got two. I'll probably share the second one after the service if anyone wants to ask it. Because <laughs> okay, nice. I can't, yeah, I can't work out how to say it and, and you know, keep it family friendly. <laughs> I was innocent, by the way. Uh, our church started something 
years ago called Last Sunday. It was a night service where we uh, made it suitable for families and kids. And so I was a young adult then, and my job was to be on the kids' ministry then and take care of the kids so that, you know, families could come along and be in the service. So I got a game going where we'd run from one side of the room to the other and try not to get touched on the way past, a sort of a tag game. And I took a sidestep to avoid a kid and put my shoulder through the church wall. Oh, my God. Created a beautiful big hole in the plasterboard. Still injured today. It's taken a long time to heal this one. So um, I don't know whether the church was short of cash. I don't think it was, but for many years that hole was covered with a poster. So if you ever <laughs> wanted to come and relive the moment, you could just come and pull the blue tack up and look at, look at the hole. Now, this is one of the only things that I think the children and I was with and telling Bible stories to and doing songs and craft. But what they remember out of all of that is the time that I put my shoulder through the church wall. <laughs> many years later, I got a message on Facebook um, one of the kids grew up, got married, married a, a, a Swedish guy. She was over in Sweden. Now, apparently, there's an idiom, if you're, anyone Swedish here can back me up on this. <laughs> apparently, there's an idiom, a, a, a term, a phrase over there, a situation is called a hole-in-the-wall situation. It's, it describes something where you can't quite see all the information and you, you're only dealing with what you, can, what you understand about something without the big picture. And so Amanda was sitting in this meeting, it was a fairly serious meeting, and someone in, in Swedish says, it's a bit of a hole in the wall situation. And she was taken back <laughs> to about 1992 or something, and remember my shoulder going through the wall. And I got a yeah. message about it the next day. <laughs> That's good. Good That's story? Funny. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. story. Strange story. Um, Shara? My story has nothing to do with church. I feel like church is much more tame these days compared to these <laughs> old guys. It's because we're, it's we're too old now. But I have a funny story about when I was like 16. Me and my friend and Rachel went to this concert, um, Florence and the Machine, and we're trying to get in. It's supposed to be all ages, so I was like, well, we can go. So I'm only 16. And then we go to show our IDs, and then sh the security person was like, no, you guys can't come in without a guardian. And Rachel's like 19 or something, so she should have been able to, but they're like, no, she has to be older. Like, you guys can't come in. We're like, oh my gosh, we can't miss out on the concert because we're like underage. So Rachel has to go up to these two strangers who look like responsible and like, can you please be our guardian so that these two girls can get in? So then they walk in with us and we got in. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guardian through the gates and then they just let us do our thing. I don't know why I couldn't take them, but it was good. It was good. So now we're going to go, you know, from the funny to the serious, we're going to get right in there and we're going to kind of talk about what kind of challenges these guys are facing slash did face when they were young adults. So again, I'll kick it off with Ben, if that's okay. Yeah, um, I was, uh, when I was a young adult, so 18, um, I was in a transition phase from a church I'd grown up with my whole life, all the way from five to 18. Um, and so we, I, I'd, my family left there, and so I was kind of like, um, I was unanchored a little bit. Um, I believe I was always still saved, but I was unanchored a little bit, so then I was wandering around doing my own thing. Um, I moved out of home. Um, I was doing 30-hour weeks at Woolies, and then studying full-time as well. 
Um, so life got real busy real quick and like your friend circles sometimes get a lot bigger when as soon as you turn 18, you meet new people. Um, so it just got super busy um, being a young adult and I feel I was, Sundays for me at church is like a bit of an anchor, um, like it keeps you honest. Um, so that, that was my story kind of turning into a young adult and then eventually I, I turned up here one day, I think. I was kind of like, you know, give it a shot, and then I came in here, and yeah, it was, um, and I got re-anchored, which I think, like, I thank God for that, like, yeah, the grace so of that, but yeah, yeah, life as a young adult, you get, it gets busy, like, real quick, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that was kind of my journey, um, but yeah, it worked yeah. out in God's grace. I think, yeah, young adults is, like, such a period of change. Like, it's just, like, you go from being in high school, you have such a set routine, you have everyone, your parents are, like, on your back to keep you accountable, you have all this stuff to, like, kind of set you up, and then you're kind of just thrown in the deep end. You're like, you can do whatever you want, you can, yeah. you need to figure out what you want to do. I know, um, Shara, that was one of your, I'll leave that into you and your challenges. Um, well... I've kind of, like, I don't, haven't had really big challenges. Like, I'm very lucky, like, in my life. But one of the main challenges is just what you uh, want to do for the rest of your life. Like, knowing in year 12 or even in year 11, they start, like, telling you, think about what subjects you want to do so that you can choose whatever you want to do and, like, you'll be able to do it in uni. So just, like, figuring out what you want to do. And a good way to make sure is, like, just... My mum was saying, God gives you your passion. So, like, if you're enjoying what you do, then you'll, like, be fine. Yeah, so good. So good. Um, and so I guess, like, from, like, from those challenges, I guess, like, also, like, how was your faith journey during your young adult years? Like, how did you guys find that? Uh, Brett, do you want to? Well, I uh, just happened to be in a really amazing church. And... So I, I found it easy just because I was in this church and I was doing a bit of everything. Um, so I know when you asked me that question about challenges for, for um, being a young adult, I, I, I just felt it was a really happy time. It was like a blue sky time for me. And um, I was just busy. And it's... I was thinking back with some of the things that I was doing. I was just at church all the time, you know, and in a bit of everything. Um, and I just encourage um, people to sort of do that. You know, um, our church has changed. We've, a few people have moved on and done different things. And, and there's, there's, you know, a way of... When you're at church... It's it's there's times that you receive and you and but there's nothing I don't I don't think there's anything that gets you connected as much as doing something yeah. in a yeah, team. Yeah, so true. So uh, as a young person, I used to do three what they call Camp Howards a year. It's an Anglican organisation. I did three of them every year. They were week-long camps. I was doing Sunday school. I was in music ministry. Uh, I was in the youth group, um, and I was at both services Sunday morning and Sunday night um, but it was never a problem that's where my friends were and yeah. it was just a fantastic time yeah so good yeah nice what about you Shara how do you find your um well I don't know just growing up in church it's like been very constant in my life obviously um but a big 
part of church, like Brett was saying, was like I serve a lot, like on the band, media, sound, whatever. Um, so just like being here every week has been good. Like, oh, I have to come because I'm on like <laughs> four weeks in a row. So, <laughs> but yeah, serving has been good. Yeah, that's good. What about you, Ben? Your faith journey? Um, as a young adult at church, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say mine, mine could get a bit different actually. Just for the yeah, it's good. Giving a different, it, yeah. Um, <laughs> so for me, or I, I automatically like I realize within myself that I automatically tend to go towards works. So I want to work to make me feel like I deserve something. Like you know, nothing tastes better than like a cold glass of water after like a hard day in the backyard. Does that make sense? Like that's kind of like, so sometimes I brought that to church. So sometimes like the busier I got, the more I felt like I was deserving. And then I equated that to God's love. Um, so then it took me being able to have an eye. This is for me. I, something I say to a lot of people is like, is that wise? And wisdom is good judgment. And who has good judgment? Usually the people with the most experience. So something I find as a young adult, very, um, very important is the fact that when's the next time you're in a room with such a diverse age group, range of perspectives, uh, with a common goal or a common focus as God, and that's church. So having a conversation out with Pete and Debbie while we're having a coffee out there, and I hear a different perspective on that. That's what I kind of get built in, and like, and I, I get like the, that speaks to me quite a lot. I found that as a young adult. Um, because I find being a young adult, being there 30, like I feel like I've worked for all these things and it's all about retention. I've got to retain my job, I've got to retain my home loan, I've got to retain my income to kind of keep this. But then church gives you that perspective where it's not about your retention of things, um, effort, work or praise. It's about what you can do to that community. And we have amazing things like what Athena was talking about. Like where, where else do you get much more of a plug-in for you to be able to have a global impact um, for Christ or for God, for that true intrinsic, you know, what you believe to be um, really important. So, yeah, I, yeah, that was me. Sometimes I get caught in the busyness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get tired, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so true. Yeah, but the, the community is definitely, like, you touched on that, and I think that's really important for young adults, for everyone, really, like, no matter how old you are, like, community and having that community is so important. And I guess... I want to ask you guys, what was that transition like from youth to young adults? And like, did that community like maintain? Like, how did you find that transition? Shara, you did it the most recently, so I'll throw you in the deep end. Um, yeah, well, obviously it's different. Like, I went from going to church and youth, like in youth is every week where you're around a lot of younger people. And then coming to church, it's like just once a week. Um, because I only just recently joined our Connect group. <laughs> um, but the Connect has been good because it goes like way deeper compared to youth, which is very like, if I've been at youth for a long time, it's like a lot of the same thing. But Connect is like, we, they go through the commentary and they look deeper in the studies and actual like um, stories and stuff. So that's been good. Yeah, nice. That's good. Ben? Oh, youth to young adults. Um, yeah. I would encourage everybody who transitions from being in youth, whether or not you liked it or not, is um, take an outside perspective and take a step back and then look at the people who took time and invested into you and then look who you can then invest in. Because otherwise, the buck stops with you. Like, it stops with you. Um, you can go out and live a life outside, 
but I encourage you to always think about, well, what I've been given and what can I give um, and have that posture. And Friday nights keeps you safe. If you're serving at youth or doing it, keeps you safe. It keeps you out. Uh, come on, mate, come down to the uh, PI or something. Like, let's go. Uh, sorry, I can't. I got youth. It keeps you honest. Um, so I found with my transition from youth to young adults, I didn't have that because I was between churches at the time. And so I was, if you... If you stand for nothing, you'll fall for everything. So I was just like, yeah, you know what? Like, and I'll go around wayward and do my thing, being like, I'm just experiencing it. Repent later. God still loves me. But if you keep yourself and you get that anchor, um, don't, don't, um, don't get angry at routine or routine of church and stuff because really that's healthy. I think it's super healthy. Um, so, yeah, for me, um, I dropped, I pulled up anchor and just let the wind take me for a bit. Um, I learned lessons and hopefully I lose lessons I can teach other people or other people can teach me more lessons more than happy to learn <laughs> but um, yeah so that was that was me yeah. so I think yeah it's super important to um, I remember having conversations with like, even people here like calling me up saying oh listen um, I want to I want to serve at youth because I know I know it's good for me it'll keep me out of trouble <laughs> I'm like I'm like perfect yeah <laughs> But then you've got to show your own responsibility, your own assertiveness to actually come and do that as well. So I encourage you to get around people to be like, um, yeah, not give up on that. Yeah. Yeah, so true. Yeah. Um, and lastly, Brett, I'll yeah, throw you the same question, like that transition between youth to young adults. For me, it was a pretty smooth one because it was almost like the one big group um, back in those days. But what, when, when I saw that question on the... On the on the practice list during the week, <laughs> it, did, it did remind me of, of the fact that often during those days, and maybe now, it's just like an, almost an invisible line when people get married, it seems to be that time where their attention turns to other things and, and it's almost like a, a line is drawn between your young adult days, it seems to often equate with being single and just, you know, mingling and having <laughs> stuff to do and, so it just reminded me that when at the time I remember it was a bit of a disappointment to me sometimes when those people who were that, that um, you know, step ahead of you would no longer be part of that group. But it also got me to thinking, you know, about church. Ben touched on it before. It's, it's about all the groups, all the ages and all the perspectives. Um, it's good to have youth come and invade or young adults take over um, because we, we need the, each other's perspective uh, and we need to be connected. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, that's super good. And I, th yeah, I, I really like that. And I think it is just about that community and like not just, you know, going off and like staying within it. It's a, sorry, it's also no. accountability. Yes, like, for sure. Safe spaces are in here. Like, this should be like a safe space. So, as a young adult, youth transition to young adult, like, you get involved in areas where you're like, you shame and guilt are associated with it, or you go, oh my good God, what did I do? Um, but having a safe space or someone older and accountability, so that, that's, um, that's, that's, yeah, that's an amazing thing to have. So, yeah. yeah. If anybody's looking for accountability, like, you know, <laughs> come to church. Find some, yeah. No, no, no. Someone with great hair. Someone with great hair, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how do you guys think that we can, like the church, 
and we can be more intentional to support like young adults through this chapter like is there anything that people can do to watch out or yeah any thoughts I'll leave it to... Yeah, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> I'll jump in. Um, I think um, honest, straightforward questions go a long way. So I think sometimes in our current climate, we can really kind of like... Um, there's nothing more refreshing for me than somebody who asks a direct question sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, uh, what's going on? You haven't looked right for the last couple of weeks. Like, you know what I mean? And rather than being like, hey, how's your week going? But this is like a safe space <laughs> where it's been like, hey, ask, I, I value that directness of that and I value that within church as well. Um, and I, I, would, I would always say, yeah, having like, um, not the brazenness, but like the assertiveness to ask those questions, even of young adults and just be like, hey, what's going on? Like, I see you haven't smiled while you played the bass for the last couple of weeks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Everything okay? They sort through my mask, you know? Um, like, yeah, I think that's really valuable and something that's, that's really great. And uh, you see Jesus do it a lot in the Bible. Um, so, yeah, in both ways, I think those conversations are really, because, like, especially those people who are older, not old adults, I guess, is that what they're... <laughs> like, um, like, they have that experience and know-how. And, um, yeah, we, we'd, we'd really appreciate it, I think. Yeah, I think, that's yeah. good. Anything, Brett, you'd like to add about that? Uh, the, about how the church yeah, how can, can we be there for yeah, yeah. Support. young adults? Um, yeah. Well, the last few years for me have been really hard years. And I was just thinking for young adults these days like the world is is very different to what it was like when I was a young adult and it's not that long ago I promise <laughs> I was thinking how the things I learned about at school you know Captain Cook and and all those things we just learned about them and they weren't questioned whereas these days people ask a lot more questions and things are criticized and scrutinized and not accepted at face value and um, over the last few years, I've had that in my, like, my close family too. Um, and I've found it's, the faith journey has been very difficult. And some of the things that used to work for me haven't worked. So I've had to, even doctrine and things like that, um, has been difficult but I think we could all just focus on Christ remembering what Christ was like when he was on earth um, and how all those commandments and all those all those rules that the Pharisees had that that Jesus wasn't really impressed with because it wasn't about helping people and it wasn't about meeting people's needs so just remembering that Jesus boiled it down to love God and love others yeah. as yourself. Yeah. And even in the midst of the challenges we face, um, because, you know, sometimes it's hard to put your hand up and say, I'm a Christian, I believe this. But 
we can still remember how Christ did it uh, and how he just went to places and did things and people were around him because they saw something that was genuine and real. Yeah, so true. It's so important to like look to God and I think like young adults is such a time of change like it's very like all these things are going on so having that thing that is stable in your life while all this change is happening around you is super important whether that is like coming to church every week whether it's like getting like into your quiet times like you just need that stability I think and that's like for everyone not just young adults like anyone can use that and I I think that's good and I think like what we can learn from what these guys have said is like one like community is so important like everyone here has talked about how like getting in and serving has been so instrumental to helping them like stay connected Um, and I think like young adults like at this church serve so much like we have a great group of young adults everyone's got like serving on like three five teams like I guess I would encourage like the older guys to you know come share the load a little bit volunteer like get involved like it's important like for the church like to be part of it and it's important for you as well to start serving and getting into the church community um so yeah I would encourage you guys to do that um and I think like to tie it back to like Westside Church and what we're about like our vision is for like a thriving church and young adults are part of that we're all part of that like that having young people like and old people together is what creates that thriving church and that's what we're trying to do here so I'd like to thank these guys for coming up here um it's been really good um (laughs) and I'll invite Naomi up to wrap it Thanks, guys. Um, Thanks for sharing all your stories. It was so great to hear. And um, the biggest takeaway for me was that we need you guys. It's um, definitely a community thing, as um, was being said. Um, Young adults, that stage of life is just so crazy. Um, You have, like, people buying houses and then living at home. And then you have people with three kids. And then you have your friends sleeping around or you're single or something like that, you know? Or there's people partying and doing drugs and then I just wanna go home and be in bed at 9.30. So it's just such a crazy time. But what we really wanted to encourage you guys as the church is to get behind your young adults and you guys have so much wisdom that we can glean from and that we can learn. And so we just wanna do that together with you. And so that was the heart behind today's service. Um, I do have one passage that I wanted to share. Um, As Shara was saying, we do like to do a little bit of a deep dive and make sure we get the context right. So just a little background. Um, Paul is telling this um, little statement here to Timothy as he, uh, just before he's about to die in prison. So that's the context. But in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge. So this is you guys being Paul in this scenario and we the young adults of Timothy preach the word be prepared in season and out of season correct rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instructions please be patient (laughs) with us for the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine 
Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, young adults, keep your head in all situations, endure hardships, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. For I am, being, I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and, this, and the time of my departure is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. So church, I know you guys have fought the fight, and please continue to encourage the young adults in their season as they go through life. All right, I'm just going to introduce Louis to wrap up today's service. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, they're good, eh? So good, why don't you stand up? I'm going to pray. We need, the thing is for these young adults, not only do they need us, what did you call us? Old people. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember. Being called old people. Nah, it's all right, mate. It's good. But not only do they need us to be come alongside and ask them and challenge them with the hard questions, but they want us to pray. I mean, I'm telling you, we need to pray for these young adults because Brett was right. Brett say, said that, you know, the world that they live in, just imagine if we lived in the, they, their world with social media and the pressures and all these things that are accessible to these young people. Like the world is just throwing things at them like I cannot believe. And, and, and you know, to stay grounded in the faith and in church is super duper hard. And so they need us to pray for them to love them, to come around them. And uh, we're just praying for, for great things for you guys. And we're believing for great things. And uh, stay planted. And the other thing is, you know, young adults win young adults. Yeah. <laughs> you know, young want to hang around young. And so these guys are setting an example for other, other kids. And, you know, some might not want it because they want the world. But the ones that do, they're going to come around them. And your kids that are going to grow up, these are the guys that are going to be, you know, their mentors, So, which is pretty awesome, right? So let's pray for these guys. Father, we just thank you for this morning, Lord. We thank you for our young adults. We thank you, Lord, that your hand has been upon them since birth, Father God. And, and Lord, we just ask that you'll protect them, you'll guide them. We pray that you'll fill them right now with the Holy Spirit and power. Father, we pray for, Lord, a wisdom and a spirit of revelation to be upon them. As they read the Word, they'll get so excited about the things that you're revealing to them, Father. And we just pray that they will just be soul winners. We pray, Father God, that that spirit of evangelism and Lord will be upon them and they will see their friends one, their university friends, their Lord, school friends will be one because of their example, Lord. So, Lord, we just lift them up before you. We pray for them, Father God, for your hand to be upon them, Lord. We just know, Father God, that, Lord, they will grow into, Lord, men and women that have got character of God. And we just thank you for them, Lord, and we pray you bless them. In Jesus' name. Oh, man, thank you. And like, all good, yeah. Thanks, guys. The whole thing was awesome. Don't forget to pick up your shoebox as you go out because that's a great challenge. Thanks, Athena. It's awesome. And uh, God bless. Have a great day. We'll see you guys next week.